welcome to uh, the next episode of uh, A Little Bit of Blue, the official, I'd say the official podcast of Catcher and Rugby Club. Now, when I um, started doing this, um, for me, the important thing was that we got a, a real share of uh, the people that we have in the club. Um, not necessarily the people you hear from all the time, but I wanted to hear from, and, and you will hear from a real spread. You know, we've got a couple of new lads to the club coming on very shortly. We've had our club captain. Um, it's important that we hear from everyone at the club. Um, so, yeah, we've got another special guest with us this afternoon, or this morning, really. Um, but just to, to clear things up, um, two reasons why I have not been on here for a few days. Uh, first off, I've got a new addition to the um, to the clan. And second off, um, if I am slightly out of breath during this episode, it's not because I'm getting excited because of the person I'm listening to, which I, I will be a little bit of honest, um, but it's because I'm having to multitask and train in the back garden. Anyway, you're bored of listening to me, so... We're going to start with a few questions, just get to know who it is that we've got with us today. So first off, uh, today's guest, can you tell me what your name is, please? My name is Mark Fisher. Mark Fisher. Absolute pleasure to hear your voice this morning. And uh, Mark Fisher, are there any other names that you are known by at the club that may make more sense to call you um, during this little chat? Uh, uh, Most of them are probably unrepeatable on a family broadcast such as this. But I understand, yeah. <laughs> the majority of people just call me either just Fish or Big Fish. Oh, awesome, awesome. Um, fish, how long have you been at the club for now? Uh, I was trying to work this out the other day, and I joined either 95 or 96, so we're pushing on and off quarter of a century. Blimey. Yeah. Uh, and that was, that, was that because you you lived in the area, or was someone introduced you to your club, or what? Um Kind of a little bit of everything. Um, after I came out of the army, I kind of floated about a bit. I went back up towards Yorkshire, northeast, floated up as far as Edinburgh, and then yeah. wound up for some reason or another coming down and crashing in Kettering and needed a club to you. go to. And uh, hey, I found a new family. Uh, did you come from a rugby background yourself, or was this your first kind of delve into the into the rugby world? Uh, well, I, I kind of played a little bit of rugby at, at schoolboy level. I, I didn't come up through the mini junior ranks like a lot of people in the club did. Um, yeah. When I was young, back up in Yorkshire, um, the school I went to did rugby league, uh, moved a little bit further into union, copped a couple of injuries, was advised to stop playing, uh, went into the army and the regiment turned around and said, you fancy playing for the regimental team that we're setting up? I'm like, really, I've yeah. been told you shouldn't really play again. And so, around, you do realise you've just completed 10 weeks of the toughest training you'll ever do in your life. <laughs> okay. I'll so, you had no excuse then, really. really <laughs> never looked back from there. You know, I've, I've played for my regiment um, and then came out the army, floated about, and then joined Kettering because I needed something to do. So, there you go. <laughs> And in terms of kind of playing positions, have you rotated around or have you got a set position or what? I've pretty much propped. Um, so as, as a general rule, I'm a tight head prop. Um, I can obviously also switch across to loose. I've played second row. Um, I have flanked in the past and uh, a couple of times this season, I have actually dropped myself in at number eight, which has been great fun. <laughs> 
Well, everyone knows it's, uh, it's, it's the front row that do all the pushing, and at number eight, you're just hanging on and having a ride, aren't you? Uh, uh, I, I like to think I'm a little bit, uh, <laughs> a little bit harder in from behind than that. <laughs> um, and what about you at the club now? Obviously, you're heavily involved. What's your current role at the club? Um, I, I seem to have acquired the third team skipper role. <laughs> Acquired. Um, how's that? How's that work? Well, I turned round and uh, a couple of people said it last year. Why don't you take it on? Because I've always been the one, the senior player in there in the group that's always been a little bit vocal, especially the last few years. Opening yeah. job on the pitch, um, giving it all the spiel at the start, and somebody said, "Yeah, just take it on." I'm like, nah, 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 because I was I was fifth team skipper way, way back okay. in the day for one season, um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I understand how hard it is running a team, the bottom team in the club, trying to get players together. And I was like, I really can't be bothered to do this again. But then at the start of the start of this season, it was pretty much. Now, don't get me wrong, I've got a good group of senior lads from yeah, yeah. from the team around me as well, sort of like giving a hand, yep. but. It was like, if I don't take this on and start organising it, then nobody will. And I'll wind up with no rugby this year. And the club will drop out of the third team league. And that's the last thing I want. We've got to keep this team going. But all in all, I would say, kind of standing back and kind of looking at you guys this season, you've, you've done well this season in terms of, the number of times that you've managed to get a decent squad out. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that has got to be the word of the season for the third team. We have yeah. won maybe three games. <laughs> yeah. Which, looking at it, if it was just standard, you'd be going, what the hell's going on here? Maybe we need to change the captain. Mm. Maybe we need to change the coaching, etc., etc. But to me, my victory this year is that we have fulfilled... 95% of the games that we said we were going to fulfil. Um, I think massive. maybe a couple that's... of times I've gone across with 14, but most of the time no, we've had... That's massive, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, we, we we know that, you know, at any club, not not just catching, at any club, once you go beyond the first team, you know, it wow. is a, it's a bit of a national national tragedy at the moment, isn't it? You've seen clubs that are struggling to get second teams out now. I've said this a few times. I, I, I look back to, it was either late 2003, 2004. It was just after England had won the World Cup. So, yes, we had that full resurgence in, in, in English rugby. Um, mm-hmm. And we, Kettering played Wellingborough. Um, and it was the first team, the second team, the third team, the fourth team, the fifth team, um, <laughs> and the Vets. I can't remember. I want to say there was an extra fifths and, and the Colts as well. So it was either six yeah. teams or eight teams out. And it was four games played across at Kettering and four teams played across at Wellingborough. And Kettering won every single one of those games. That was a night in the club to celebrate. <laughs> I can imagine. And now, <laughs> you imagine. know, it's it's a it's a sad situation right now that we are struggling to fulfil three senior games. I think a couple of times we've had four senior games out, yeah. uh, plus a Colts. Uh, and, and I'm glad to say that, you know, from what I can tell, our Colts level at Kettering is as strong as it ever. Uh, as it ever has been. 
yeah, there's some good boys coming through. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, I teach locally, so I know a few of my boys do play yeah. down there. It's quite nice actually see one of my six formers coming through as a Colts hooker. Um, you know, it's it's great to see that. And you know, one of the reasons why I wanted so many different people on on a little bit of blue is because I've I've been at the club eight years now. I I moved here um, after getting a teaching post here, and you know, I've loved every year. But I only know eight years of the club. Yeah, I can I can look at the photos. I can I can listen to you know x amount of people around the club, but. It's important, I think, not just for me to be able to hear through conversation, but for other people as well to kind of hear the history of the club. And you've been here a long time, a long, long time. Um, obviously, and you will have had many, many memorable moments. Is there one that sticks out for you? Oh, I mean, there are a couple. I mean, just at the end of last season at the players' dinner, um, I, now I've never been this big try-scoring hero. You know, I didn't come through the mini juniors. <laughs> I don't be yes. modest. Don't be modest. Come on. Well, I'm, I'm not. Uh, last, I didn't even score a try last year. And then all of a sudden, somebody turns around and goes, oh, by the way, this year you are the uh, fourth team player of the season. What? Come on, this is just me. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was, there was a lot of pride taking it in that. But, I mean, Absolutely. I, I, this is a weird one. I, I'm going, going way, way back. This is probably 90... Six or ninety-seven, maybe, yeah. um, uh, and it was just as, uh, yeah, a, a certain big personality in the club was just having his last couple of runouts on the social sides, um, and yeah, yeah. charging across, and uh, it was the it was the roadside pitch at Kettering. And I come charging through one. and somebody pops a ball <laughs> up for me virtually under the post and I go flopping over and it's one of the few tries I've ever scored. <laughs> and I stood up, looked round, think, oh, thank you, thank you. Whoever put that through, look, turn round. And it's only Lenny Newman. <laughs> <laughs> so to turn round, you know, this huge, great legend within this club and, and the, the great Saints oh, player yeah. that he was, put me in yeah, for a yeah. try. That's 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 one to tell for years to come, isn't it? Though? It's one that you know, comes it's, out of the bank every so often. I must have it. Absolutely. <laughs> now, what I would usually do at this stage, um, but I've got, I'm kind of kind of changing my tact on this one because I I know how passionate you are about the yes. club. So the the question that I would ask at this stage is, what is your vision for the future of the Blues? But I'm going to kind of bench that one. I'm going to come back to that right at the end. Is yes, that all right? Because right. you know, you know, I've you know, I've seen a passion even in that <laughs> that video you did the other day with all the shirts, and we won't talk about the last bit because that was a that was a crappy shirt. That was. But um, you know, t- to see where you have been with the club, I you know, I think that you you as much as anyone, you know, has a will have a, a real optimistic view for the club and where it goes in the future. So I'm going to come back to that in the end. But for now, what I want to do is, and I've done this with everyone, and all I ask is, don't drop anyone in it too much. But what I want to do is tap into your vast amounts of experience at the club and find out a little bit about, well, as much as you can tell me anyway, what you've been through at the club, who you've met, who stood out with you. So I'm going to bounce at you some quick fire questions. Some of them uh, may require us to delve a little bit deeper into them. Some of them might require us to go over them very quickly and just move on, but we'll play it by it. We'll see how we go. Right. So a little bit of intel from you in terms of your time at the Blues. Who's the most talented forward that you've oh, played with? Um, obviously not myself. <laughs> of course, no, I can't pick yourself. Oh, no, no, absolutely not. 
I, I, that, <laughs> that so many to turn around and say that I've played with. Um, certainly, you know, I mean, you got the likes of Pickling in there, who was my fifth team skipper in the first year at the club. Um, yeah. I, I, I played alongside G in the vets. Um, a lot of people have mentioned G on the last few podcasts. And, and yeah, he's yeah, yeah, an yeah. absolute key influence within this club, far more than I will ever be. Um, I can't believe the amount of people that. Well, I can believe it, but the amount of people that yeah. that mention him in terms of kind of his yeah. influence is massive. But we were we were due to have him on last night, but um, fortunately, we didn't. <laughs> but we will be yeah. having on. We will be having Absolutely. him on very soon. Um, but I mean, the, the the person for me that is probably my my biggest influence within the forwards. Um, unfortunately, he's no longer around the club. I'd I'd love to get him back, even just in the VP. Um, but uh, Tommy Elliott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tommy Elliott, I don't know whether okay. you've heard of him, but I've never, I've never Tommy heard Tommy Elliott. Enough. He's an absolute legend. He he played for the club for absolutely years. He's a former fifth team skipper. Um, yeah. Just just a few years ago, um, I saw him go up against somebody. Had a little bit of a dodgy shoulder. Popped his shoulder out. Yeah. Just turned around and said, "Fish, just hold my hand." Raised my feet, he popped his shoulder back in, shoved it all out a bit, little bit, went straight at the scrum and knocked the scrum back ten foot. <laughs> but I mean, you, you ever ask about, especially the senior players, about Tommy Elliott? Yeah, temperamental yeah, yeah. bugger, but one of the loveliest people <laughs> you will ever meet in your life. I'd love to get back on oh. the club, even just socially. That's class. That's class. Who would you consider to be the most talented back that you've played? So, who's not knocked on the most? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, who, who can catch? <laughs> um, you, you see, the position where I am is normally when the backs are doing their thing, I'm at the back of a... I'm at the bottom of a uh, big heap of players. Um, but uh, well, <laughs> So, it's rare that you catch them, I mean, I, this, this year, I, I've got to turn around... Um, uh, there's been a couple of people that have come on to the club this year that I've got a lot of respect for. Um, well, well, not so much come in this year, but I mean, if you, if you got the likes of uh, Mark Beavers, who's a, a miniaturious father, um, come yeah. come back into playing this season. Um, Phil Glenn, who's yeah. come to the club, um, will literally I, I can turn around with Phil Glenn and go. You can go full back fly half or scrum half or on the wing, you know, where do, where do you want me to slip you today or, or where where can I slip you where I, I need to put somebody with a little bit more class. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, and, and he's turned around, we've had a couple of conversations that for, for next year, we want to kind of almost want to be doing a training session with those guys that maybe don't have as much experience. Um, and yeah. Just try and get the third team up that next level, even, even on the. I social think that's rise. that's it's crucial, isn't it? I mean, absolutely. I mean, when you have people come into the club, you know, particularly if you're new to rugby and you're coming in at an age that is beyond kind of school level, it's quite an intimidating kind of sport to come into oh, yeah. to an extent because if you don't if you don't know the basic yeah. rules and you come training on a Tuesday or Thursday night, sometimes it can be a bit off. What's going on here? This is yes. far too fast for me. And I do, you know, I know, I know over the years, very few, but we do come across the old lad that comes in, quite little experience. Um, but then it's just a bit too much. Um, 
and I think that's 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 the role that oh, yeah. the, the second and the third team can Absolutely. play, isn't it? In kind uh, of you know bringing those last boys in. Years we had a, a lad come on, uh, Michael Cush, Cush, lovely lad. Yeah, Cush, big Cush, big, big biggest man in the world. Uh, yeah, comes from an American <laughs> football background of all things. Um, yes, I know. Yeah, stick him on the wing, slip the ball across to him, and so long as he keeps his feet in touch, he's unstoppable. Just um, let him go. Just let him go. I, I watched the game last season. I saw him exactly. do exactly that. And I've seen him score yeah. so many times. The only thing is, A, he's got to watch his feet position and keep them in touch. And B, my <laughs> God, A, I'd love to have him learn to tackle just a little bit harder and learn how to tackle properly uh, <laughs> and take a more defensive rather than offensive role. For the, yeah. for the old size of the boy, he should be able to I, break I, people I, in My half. God, could you imagine <laughs> if we could persuade him to come in from the wing and stick him at inside centre. Absolutely. He'd be a wrecking ball. He'd be a wrecking inside ball. centre, you've got to have that ability to defend as well as offer. Um, oh, yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Now, you've kind of, like, you've mentioned so many kind of legendary names at the club. So this is quite a tough one for me to ask you. I don't think I can, I can really say to you, like, pick one for me. But is there any one or are there any, any number of people that, that stand out for you in terms of kind of the biggest influence upon you since your time at the club? Or, I mean, we can even go back a little bit further. Who's, on a rugby level, who's been most influential for you in terms of where you um, are now? Well, I mean, obviously, I, I've mentioned the likes of Pip Ling, I've mentioned the likes of Tommy Elliott, I've mentioned yeah, the likes yeah. of G, G. even, even yeah. Lenny, Dougie, when I've spoken to them over the years. Um, but the one I will yeah, actually yeah, yeah. mention... Um, and this is a guy I think you must get for the podcast at some point. Um, because okay. every time I think about hanging up my boots, I look over the training room at the end of the day and he's still there. Um, and <laughs> he comes to me, week in, I just want to pull my boots on, I just want 10 minutes at the end of the end of the game. And this season he's played more yeah. full games than ever before, I feel. Um, <laughs> and that is... Uh, the legendary, his honour, the judge, Mr. Philip Aldrich, who is uh, 60 something years old and fairly certain the oldest player still to pull on his boots and pull full games every weekend. And you can guarantee he is going to be at that bar after every single game. Week out. He's organised the 15 tour for the last God knows how many years. Well, I don't want to kind of throw this one out there, but this December I turn 35. So, you know, if you could arrange a meeting with me and Phil, I'd like to have a discussion with him about I, I'm year, quite certain that, <laughs> that Phil Aldridge would be absolutely <laughs> awesome on this, pubca- uh, on this podcast because the stories he must definitely, have yes, definitely. going back pre when I was at the club, um, bearing in mind he's a former teacher himself. He taught. Yes, I know that, yeah. Not only a number of the players at this club, he taught their fathers, and he taught their fathers' fathers. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I, I, you know, on that one, if if anyone's because this, I, I made a point of saying this in a little interlude. Hello. I tried to call me, so I think you might have been caught. <laughs> um, I was going to say. Um, yeah, if anyone does speak to Phil, or Phil may not hear this on the podcast, can you please ask him to, to get in touch with me? Because, uh, like you say, you know, 
Stephen, I'm, I'm speaking to him tonight. Put him so. in touch with me, please. Please yeah. put him in touch with me. I'd love to get him up. We right. will do. Um, we're, so... we're having a, uh, a uh, third, third team stroke, hopefully a few vets, yeah. uh, virtual curry night on Zoom with a few whales. So I will certainly bring that up tonight. Yes, yes, do. Please do. Now, I'm going to kind of jump into a few questions that we may have to kind of fly over in terms of your responses to them because I don't want to get in, anyone in too much trouble. So, <laughs> on the pitch, Lucy's can. Oh! And it's most likely to get you in trouble. Yeah, the amount of time I've seen uh, the youngest of the Jacko brothers getting a yellow card, <laughs> Andrew Jackson. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. That's uh, a fair one. Uh, what about off the pitch? Lucy's cannon off the pitch. Oh, my God. Jacko again? <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I wouldn't say Jack. I mean, certainly Tommy Elliott, when, when we were on the, the occasional tour together, he might have... Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that one. Leave that one. Moving on. Um, who's last to the bar? Oh, that's easy. That's me. That's you, right? <laughs> honesty, I appreciate that. I appreciate that honesty. Um, honestly, it takes me fifteen minutes to recover before I even hit the shower. <laughs> who is the worst dressed? Oh blimey! Uh, Not well, you again, is it? Oh god, no. Um, <laughs> so I'd like to say gadgets, flat cap. <laughs> I think you can just say gadget, everyone. Yeah. I think I think we I think we can all agree on that gadget. That's the fair answer. G- um, gadget is one of the great loves of my life. <laughs> I, I shared a room with him on tour on numerous occasions. Um, I was going to see many if... tales about him, which are definitely not going on this podcast. I was going to see if Gadget wanted to come on, but I've looked at the terms and conditions of this app that I'm using, and there's a free app. <laughs> There's a three-hour limit to podcasts, so uh, we're going to have to put, maybe put Gadget over like a six-part series like special. <laughs> um, you're at the club. It's the last night. Club's closing, right? It's the last night. You've got one night left at the club. Who is the man that you have on your wing? Who is the best wingman for you? Oh, I don't know about wingman as such, but certainly, um, I, and I'm going to reiterate it, as much as I've said, um, I shared a room with Gadget on no end of okay. times, and I have <laughs> some, so many beers up there, but I'm, I'm so very rarely the last man up the club these days, because, I mean, it's, it's, it's just me and the dog at home, and the dog can't feed herself. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the longest in the shower? Um, me. <laughs> Fair enough. So, so right. aches and pains. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, I want to finish with a few little questions. Um, and I, I like to call this um, either you're either a true blue or you've got no clue. All right, so no pressure. You have five questions coming your way. You get three questions and you can go away as a true blue. If you get, if you don't get three, then unfortunately we have to declare you as having no clue. So <laughs> here we go. Here we go. So um, the year that the club was founded. I, I'm not re- referring to any notes at all that I might have made over the last few podcasts. Podcasts. I, I can't see what's going on. No. Uh, social distance. Social distancing. Absolutely. Uh, I, I believe that was somewhere in the region of um, 1875. Ding ding. Okay, one out of one. We like that one. <laughs> uh, the current president. Ah, uh, that would be uh, the legendary Mr. Stuart Bonham, El President. Okay. The year that we moved to Waverley Road. Ten years before I was even born, 1963. So you've got your three out of three there. So I'm going to throw in a few little skew balls, see if we can kind of catch you out a little bit here, because you know a lot about the club. So God, I don't know about who, that. 
for this year, who was the first team vice captain? The players' captain or the club captain? The for the first team for the first fifteen, who was the vice captain? Oh, vice captain. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm going to be quite honest with you. I haven't got a clue. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Bruce Kerr. Ah. Bruce Kerr. Bruce, yeah. And um, I asked this question the other day. I'm going to ask you as well. Can you name for me the three Conyard boys? Conyard. The Conyard. Three of them. Three lads. Jackie's boys. Yeah. I know Jackie Conyard. Um, yeah, you know Jackie. Uh, um, <laughs> um, yeah, you, you can just call me thick as no. <laughs> well, you've got three out of five, so we can call you a true blue. And the three <laughs> Conyard boys are Ryan, Luke and Damien. Uh, See, there you, you learn a new thing every day. You, you do and do, <laughs> but I mean, you, you've got to remember again, um, I'm somebody that has stuck very much down at the social levels. Um I've... Well, do you know what, Fish? You need to go on a night out with Ryan Conyard. If you like a social level, <laughs> that boy knows how to do a right social level. Yeah. I'll put you in contact. <laughs> but I said earlier, I said earlier on in, the, in this chat, and first off, kind of Fish, just thank you for giving up your time. This no, no, listen. It's great to hear from you. It's been one of those with, with everything that's going on at both ends. Um, we, we've missed each other. Um, so, yeah. from me personally, to you and your family, absolute congratulations on on the birth of your daughter, um, welcoming a new person into the family. Um, yeah, to take thank you. anything bright from these dark times at the moment is is and, and a new life is something absolutely, absolutely special. Yeah, no, thank you very much. It's it's, it's an awesome time for us, and yeah, watching um, watching that my little lad now decide that everything is definitely his, and his <laughs> little sister can have absolutely nothing. I think this is something that's going to be a recurring theme over the next few years. But one of the questions that I kind of came to earlier, and I wanted to end on this question yeah. because you have spent so much time at the club, and you know you you have seen it move through so many different eras in that in those twenty five years. Yeah, what what's your vision for the club? Now, I mean, we can talk about it on you on a personal level. We can talk about it on a whole club level. You uh, take it wherever you want. Obviously, the uh, the whole um, end of last season with the first team was incredibly disappointing for everybody amongst the club. My, no least myself. Um, I truly believe that next season we can get back up there and we can learn the lessons of last season. Um, yeah. That being said. I leave that sort of thing to the likes of um, Dougie, uh, Bruce, George, Danny Noble, all of those people yeah, are yeah. up there. I've never, ever played first team level. It's the one senior team in the club I've never played for. Um, yeah. To me, I would love to see that resurgence of social rugby that we had back in the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, will we ever get back to having five teams at the club? I would be very surprised if that ever happened again. Uh, maybe in yeah. the future. Um, that being said, I mean, I very much run the thirds at the moment as a social side. Um, yeah. I would love to see a situation where the third team became that proper developmental squad that, yeah. to my mind, it should be. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked earlier about um, the 
absolutely outstanding ability of, of our Colts. Mm-hmm. But to me, it just feels like there, there's just that little bit of a, a missing link there between the Colts level and senior mm-hmm. rugby. And to have a developmental squad where those Colts that want to come into the senior level have a place to start, and maybe those senior players that maybe their best days are behind them, but they still want to pull their boots on at a reasonable level, can come down. So you've got that mixture of the two. So the old yeah, pass on the knowledge to the new. Um, that would To get that together would be an amazing bow back in the club. Uh, I think what we've got, yeah, I think what we've got coming up now, yeah. you know, we don't, we don't know when we're going to be back. We don't know when the club's going to be back over. Yeah. But I think, you know, on every level at the moment, you know, workplaces, sporting clubs, Absolutely. education system, what we've got is an opportunity to really kind of clean slate. Let's, let's rebuild. And I think everything you said yeah. there is so, is so, is so doable. Yeah. Um, you know, as long as we're yeah. all reading off the same hymn sheet, and and what you're going to see is a, is a stronger catching rugby club come Absolutely. back. Absolutely. Uh, look at what whether that be, week, whether that be September. What happened last week? Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Absolutely. Between, I think it was about half past five, six o'clock on the Friday when I checked it, and the late Sunday afternoon, the club raised seven thousand pounds. Yeah. Seven massive. grand. But not yeah, only huge. that, the spirit in all the boys that took part just blew me away. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a special um, weekend. Now we've yeah, just got to absolutely. do it again, haven't we? That's the, that's the yeah. key thing. Now we go again. What's the next challenge? Let's buy into it. Let's get do it back, again. Get, get everything back sorted. Let's call this reset. Yeah. Control alt, whatever. Yeah. Reset the system. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and go okay. and push forward. But push yeah. forward at every level. Yes, first team, second okay. team, first team. Uh, the, the social level at the club. Um, get back to touring like we used to. I mean, right now, I'm sat at you from the living room of my little flat in Kettering. Um I should be in a lorry in Barcelona. Just north of Barcelona <laughs> with a bunch of grizzly old yeah. getting hammered. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, there's no need to call Brett Sturgis names like that. I Come on. Brett Sturgis we know he's past me, it. Mate, so. <laughs> no, Fish, um, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on here this morning and to kind of get an insight into uh, you know, how your mind works in terms of the club and where you've come from and the journey you've been on and where we're at now and what you would like to see at the club in the future. It's been an absolute privilege to Absolutely. listen to you. So, Until we have um, that big mask party, as ho- soon as this is finished... We flood that club <laughs> like never before. Love that idea. Love that idea. Fish, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Um, anyone that has enjoyed listening this afternoon, please make the effort to to share uh, the link with, with people that may not have access to it on a social media level. And if there's anyone that you want on here, you want to hear from, put them in touch with me. I'll get in touch with them as soon as I can. And... Um, yeah, let, let's keep the club in the public eye. Let's keep talking about it. Let's keep engaging the activities that are going on. And we will come back to a stronger Kentucky Rugby Club once this is all finished. Fish, thank you very Amen, much, buddy. Brother, and bleed blue. See you soon, my friend. See Cheers, you soon. Bye-bye.